From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 27th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said yesterday that when it comes to adjusting the statewide 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew, hospitalizations are the number his office is focused on. Yolanda Harris explains. The governor says we have seen six straight days below 3,500 hospitalizations. If we continue that for a seventh straight day, he says we will go to an 11 p.m. curfew for at least two weeks. Then if hospitalizations fall below 3,000 for seven straight days, the curfew would move to midnight. And if they get below 2,500, the curfew will be lifted. Now, look, we may jump a whole section in, in, in two weeks. If this thing continues, I'm an optimist. Let's hope this thing continues to keep going down. I'm Yolanda Harris. The possibility that curfew could be relaxed a bit before this weekend is sparking hope amongst the restaurant industry. Laura Queso has more. The governor announced that Ohio's 10 p.m. curfew could be pushed back to 11 p.m. John Barker, president of the Ohio Restaurant Association, says... 20% of Ohio's restaurants were forced to close because of the pandemic. This is lives. I mean, these are our neighborhoods and these are the people that, you know, our friends that work in these restaurants. And so we're happy it's moving in the right direction. I'm Laura Queso. Ohio's school employees can begin getting their COVID-19 vaccines beginning February 1st, but not all school districts will get the vaccine at the same time. More from Kevin Landers. The governor said the ultimate plan is that anyone who works in a school in Ohio will have the opportunity to get their first shot in the month of February. Now, Cincinnati schools will be the first to get their shots. The governor says they provided a specific plan as to why they were at the head of the line. The governor says the rest of the school districts should have their schedule by Friday. Now, keep in mind that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine should be arriving in Ohio in March. That's important because that vaccine only requires one shot. Reporting live outside the statehouse, Kevin Landers. One of Ohio's largest teachers' unions has expressed skepticism at the plan, saying that teachers should not return to the classroom on some arbitrary date, but only after all teachers have had the opportunity to be vaccinated. Ohio is likely to surpass 11,000 total deaths due to the coronavirus by this weekend. Dave James explains. Heading into today, the state health department put the number of Ohio deaths at 10,856. Michigan has more than 15,000 deaths and Pennsylvania is approaching 21,000. Among the other neighboring states, Indiana has nearly 10,000 deaths, Kentucky about 3,500, and West Virginia is just below 2,000. Dave James, in News. A Northwest Ohio police officer who died in the line of duty was remembered by his community and laid to rest last night. More from Yolanda Harris. Toledo police officer Brandon Stalker was killed in the line of duty on January 18th. Now he was doing a perimeter security search during a standoff when he was killed. Local law enforcement traveled north to take part in this private funeral service. Stalker was only 24 years old and his former partner says he was one of a kind. A brother and just an absolute joy to be around. And that's the kind of person he was outside of work and at work. I, I know we helped a lot of people, and I just don't want people to forget that he was the man that everybody should strive to be. I'm Yolanda Harris. One of six men charged in an alleged plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has agreed to plead guilty. Ty Garbin reportedly entered the plea via a plea agreement in a Grand Rapids courtroom earlier today. While the agreement requires his full cooperation with investigators, it does not lay out any sentencing guidelines. Federal investigators previously stated those six men allegedly gathered in the Columbus suburb of Dublin last summer to plan this conspiracy. 
They hatched the plot in response to masking and stay-at-home orders issued by Governor Whitmer after former President Donald Trump urged Michigan residents to, quote, take back Michigan in a tweet. Two men allegedly used a drone to drop drugs and cell phones into the yard at a prison in southwest Ohio last summer in what authorities described as an Easter egg hunt for inmates. Tracy Townsend explains. Michael Williford of East Cleveland and Brian Shepard of Richmond Heights were indicted by a Warren County grand jury this week on 23 counts. Authorities say the two men used glue to cover the small drug packages with turf then used a drone to transport the packages onto the grounds of the Warren Correctional Institution in July and August. Authorities won't say whether any inmates had obtained any of the packages before law enforcement intervened. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. After years of planning, Wood County commissioners approved an $18 million expansion project for the Wood County Jail in Bowling Green. Amy Steigerwald has more. The renovations will bring more female beds to the county and expand the medical booking area. Sheriff Mark Vosilishin says the booking area for those detoxing is overflowing almost daily and has only gotten worse since the pandemic. While inmate numbers did go down for a period of time, The number of people detoxing or having mental health issues has gone up. Our jails have become mental hospitals. It's very challenging, and with this expansion, we're going to better deal with the people who are suffering. Amy Stoggerwald in Bowling Green. And a small Ohio liberal arts college has announced a $100 million gift from an anonymous donor. Here's Tracy Townsend. Canyon College is in Gambier, 50 miles northeast of Columbus. The school says the biggest donation in school history will fund three new residence halls. The school, which requires on-campus living, says the donation allows it to continue a focus on a residential experience despite the coronavirus pandemic disruption. The college president says the donation will allow the school to renew fundraising efforts to increase Kenyon's endowment for scholarships and financial aid. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.